This is the Black Creative Handbook with your host Cassandra Lauren Gordon. This podcast will help to inspire, motivate and give that blueprint, the manual for success for people in the creative businesses, for people from the African and Black diaspora to help us just move along, get that bag, and no more starving artist syndrome. No, out the door. Co-work with us. Be with us and be successful and get the gems. You might have heard in the podcast or you're going to hear it soon that this was called the Creative For You podcast. Don't worry about that. It's Creative For You. Let's be successful and be positive. This is the Creative For You podcast with your host, Cassandra Lauren Gordon, and I am here with... Tiffany Cross, aka Miss Cross. Okay, Miss Cross. Can one sentence about yourself? I am a healer that uses multiple avenues to heal people. Okay, so I feel like we're in a good space here because I was going to talk to you about this, um, about your healing and your and your powers, about what you do in different mediums. Because I saw a, a quote from your website: "There is freedom in healing. It starts with the journey of your awareness inward." Mm-hmm. So, do you want to talk about that before we get into why you've been brought onto the um, the show? Yeah, um, I believe that you can really untap whatever it is that you're supposed to be or just your life in general and your purpose when you really take the time to focus in and, and go within. Um, it's like, it reminds me of that Lauren Hill verse, you know, how you going to win when you ain't right within? Like wow. it's, you know, it's, um, it takes self-awareness. It takes introspection. And I think for me, what really made that switch for me was COVID and 2020 kind of being a time where you are forced to really be with yourself. And though I, I've always kind of been a, a person that's like very intru- into being like alone in my own space, but it really gave me an opportunity because you couldn't go anywhere, right? So there's no like distractions or anything like that. You really have to, or you have the opportunity rather to really hone in on like, okay, well, what do I want out of this life? Like, what kind of person do I really want to be? And mm-hmm. am I really projecting that out into the world the way that I think I am? And that actually takes a lot of, uh, I think a lot of courage to actually go within yourself and and find out, you know, what triggers me? What, what am I afraid of? You know, what, what have I been holding myself back from? Like, what am I been self-sabotaging? And these are all things that you can't really figure out unless you take some time with yourself. So that's really what that quote means for me. Uh, that was, You said it with so much clarity and, and it shows that you know your purpose, isn't it? Because having your purpose, it just takes you into, you're very intentional. So, so that's really clear. Yes, so, yes, so intentional. Very, yes. very impersonal. So I'm just going to read a bit of your bio so the listeners to know your purpose on here today. Um, so being a singer so you was um, born and raised in San Diego and you grew up in the church and was very active in the church and then after that um, when you was older you wanted to pursue your dreams of having a music career and you came to Los Angeles is this where you reside right now yes I've been here for about 11 years now 
okay, so you're LA native. And then <laughs> in your bio, you've worked with so the biggest people in the industry, lending your <laughs> vocals from Janelle Monet, big fan, um, <laughs> from her, Kirk Franklin, Beyonce, Kanye West, Robin Thicke, <laughs> right? So you've yeah. worked with like the greatest of that, you know, you can't just walk in those auditions, can you? You you know, there's something amazing about you. And that's how I, I how I found you. And then you released your first single called Simple Love in 2018. And then you followed up with that a few years later with My Side of Town. And then you, you, what I've noticed most of your recent work from your EP, which is a firm, and, and that's on many of the streaming platforms. So I just wanted just to let people know about your accolades and how talented um, you are and how I think just before we recording the podcast, I was talking about how I fell out of love with music. Um, especially at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, I can't listen to the same music when I listen to other, like mainstream music. Mm-hmm. Which is R and B or urban or whatever you want to call yeah. it. It's is it's like frustrates me. And then I was on a mission over the last couple of months to find, force myself to to find yeah. artists like yourself and just champion them, um, especially black creators, especially black women, because uh, yeah. you know it just it just seems like when you sing and you're sometimes when you in your in your um, songs and you I know that you produce yourself and you write your own songs, it has a lot of purpose and can be very uplifting. So I just yeah. thought um, just to um, share that. So at the beginning of the podcast, I usually ask people about themselves and then we can talk about the music. But what would be really interesting to hear, what urged you to become a singer or a recording artist? You know, what's crazy is my mom um, and she passed in 2018 of breast cancer. So God rest her soul. But she told me that um, as a child, I used to do these like weird cooing sounds And so she was concerned because it was something like, I guess I was doing all the time. And so she took me to the doctor and basically they told her that I was singing. And so, I mean, let my mom tell it, I've been singing since I was born. So um, it's really something that's just always been a thing for me. I mean, even from when I was like a toddler, being in like children's choirs, like leading songs, um, doing in like in middle school being in dance groups and chorus and like I just it's just always been I feel like a part of me like music just is me um my father plays music he actually um was offered to be the drummer for Johnny Carson way back in the day Uh. yeah and when he was younger um when he had a, a jazz scholarship like they were wanted to just take him and unfortunately you know because I grew up in the church, like sometimes back then they didn't understand that. And like, you know, he didn't end up doing it, but I've always been around music. It's just been literally like breathing for me. Um, And I think what made me want to take it more seriously was the fact that like opportunities were coming to me and I wasn't, not that I wasn't trying, but I wasn't trying. Like it just, it just seemed like the flow of it always it was always there even when I decided to go to school I was like okay I'm gonna focus on my education music was always around um and I was still doing music so I was just like you know what maybe the whole rumors of like you can't make a life doing art and doing what you love and what you're passionate about isn't really true like you can really do anything that you want to do as long as you 
make a plan, follow through and execute. So um, I decided, you know what, I, I did what I feel like my daughterly duties, getting my education, getting my degree. And then it was just like, okay, I'm going to do what actually feels most natural and what feels most fulfilling for me, which is singing. Okay. So it's interesting what you said that, but you, you know, being as an artist, and as I said, I've mentioned to you, but I'm, I'm, I'm a jeweler or artist or, and it's sometimes it's quite hard. <laughs> to make yeah. it, you know, to it can be the ghetto sometimes. <laughs> yes, it can be, but it seems like you, you worked your way through it and you, you've, you've had to plan and that determination. So tell us more about this self-belief of how, you know, you did, you go, went through the education route and now you pursue your life as an artist and surviving. Could you talk about that? Yeah, um, I think mostly it comes from uh, having great networking connections. Uh, I was blessed because my father was in music. Like I just, a lot of people that I know within my close immediate, either family or associates are somehow in the music industry. And so um, you think that it would be super easy, but a lot of times those people want you to prove that you can do things on your own. So a lot of it was just me going out there, meeting people, putting myself out there, doing live open mics, um, you know, posting videos. Although I really, it's, I don't know, there's something about just like sitting here and just like singing into the microphone is just weird to me. But doing that, getting out of my comfort zone and putting myself out there so that I could make the connections to then get the opportunities for work um, is really how it happened. There were some times where like I would just get a call for things and there was other times where someone would see me out and sing and like, hey, I want to give you an opportunity to audition. And then at that point, it's really up to you to perform, you know, so. Um, but that transition really didn't take full time for me until 2019 when I started singing uh, for Kanye West. And that really afforded me the opportunity to stop working a nine to five and to really just put all of my efforts into artistry full time. Okay, so it sounds like a lot of perseverance, putting yourself out there and that self-belief, what got you to where you are today, working with the biggest stars in the industry, literally. Okay, that's I'm just still in awe looking at um, all of your accolades. So how would you describe your music or, or your sound in three words? In three words? Um, I would say alternative eclectic soul um would probably be if there was a genre of such a thing yeah um you know because I feel like I do have very soulful aspects of my music but then I like different sounds I like ethereal sounds I like heavy beats I like you know melodic tones and horns and like you know uh atmospheric sounds like I like all of those things and so I, I really like to incorporate all of those things within my music and I think that's what gives it a unique it doesn't really sound like anything that I've heard at least mm. um at least coming from a black woman it, <laughs> that I haven't you know I haven't really heard um and I just don't like to box myself in like I want I like to really just stay true to when I go in into the studio it's like okay well how am I feeling what do I want to talk about mm. and However, that flows, that flows. Like if we make an R&B song, great. If we make a pop song, great. If we make, you know, an alternative little bop, you know, that's great mm. too. But it's just giving yourself the freedom to express yourself. I think so many times people get bogged down with like, oh, I got to be in this specific mm. genre for me to pop or make money. And it's like, 
for me, music is like the soundtrack of my life. Like I look at my my Spotify like list and all the songs, like, and then when I listen to them, in a lot of ways, they mimic what I've been going through in my life in whatever period in time. So it's kind of like a life soundtrack for me. And that's how I like to think about when I use music. It's like, how is someone going to be able to connect to this and use this in their life or whatever it is that they may be going through or feeling at the time? So how does that relate? All right, let's stick with that. How how do you use that with, with the healing? Like through the, um, through the medium of singing or, or music? Well, for sure. I mean, music in and of itself, we know just has healing mm-hmm. properties overall. Um, but I wanted to make a project that was not, I just didn't want, I didn't want it to be super self-serving. Like, and it may, it sounds like it is because a lot of t- I'm singing to myself, like, with the beginning of yours, like anything you want, you can have, baby, it's yours. Like some people may think, oh, I'm singing to a man. Like anything That's you what I thought. Have, That's nah. Okay. I'm glad I'm here. No, I'm, singing, from I'm you. singing to myself, baby. Oh, okay. Or I'm, to, I'm singing to myself and I'm singing to you. Anything you want, you can have, baby, it's yours. I'm going to have a new experience now. I'm sorry yes. about that. That's why <laughs> you know, the like, EP is like, called the firm. Yeah, it's called the firm. So okay, that whole EP okay. is, we are we are firm in each song, things in our lives. Okay, so. great. Okay, so let's hang on to that because I want to ask you. The, one of my favorite tracks is um, is it blue blue pill? Blue pill. Yeah. I just want to know the meaning before I get myself in trouble. So could you please explain <laughs> the concept? <laughs> I, like, I, I want to hear the. I want to hear what you think. Like, I don't I, I know, no, because I, you know, you know what I think. What makes me, I need to retrain myself as a music lover because I think I've been conditioned just to like vibe music. Where I'm just like, mm. I just like the vibe, it sounds really nice. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. but if you tell me what is the <laughs> lyric and what is the meaning sometimes, I'm like, uh. Uh. <laughs> so I'm going to put my hand up. I love the vibe. I love the melody and I'm vibing yeah. to it. I'm blue pill. And it just, it's, I don't know if it's healing or the vibrations or the energy, but mm-hmm. there's something that resonates with me. So I need to go back again. But now I'm here with the creator of that piece mm. <laughs> please give me some guidance of your like you know everyone has a different interpretation of songs right right um, and how yeah. my experience is different to you but as a the, the originator the recording artist who would love to hear one of my favorite tracks of that ep um what how did you come with the concept that creative concept how did you produce it and what was the meaning um well the song it it's kind of a mix of a few things. Um, I actually came up with the concept when I do these things like once a month called like self-care Sundays. And I literally, I set candles, I set a bath, I set intentions. And sometimes I'll do a reading for myself and I legit like just let my mind go. Like I, I turn my phone off. I don't, I don't worry about what is going on. I just take legit me time. And, um, that song is more, it's, it's two parts. So it's referenced to one of my favorite movies, trilogies, the matrix. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to say anything, but carry on. Yeah. Yeah. So the blue pill is definitely like, if you know, you remember that the red pill, red pill was to, you know, snatch you out of the matrix and allow you to see like what the real world is like. Right. But the blue pill, 
is being tapped into the matrix, right? Like, I'm, you know, being able to see and create whatever it is that you have going on. But like, I like to, to take it in terms of the blue pill for me was having the awareness of the red pill, right? Like understanding that I can create literally everything that I want because this world is, is yours. Like there, you are literally the direct lineage of the creator of all of this stuff. So why can't you have everything that you want? Why can't you create and speak and, and literally manifest the things that you see in your mind? Like you can literally do that. And so taking that blue pill is like, okay, let's dive into this. Let's create the world that you want. Right. So being gone, I'm gone. Don't call my phone. Like, candles lit set the tone like I'm mm-hmm. I'm focused in I'm I'm honing in on on me right now and when you do that like I said like with the going within to really tap into like what it is you're here for because we're all here for a purpose and a lot of times that purpose is going to be always directly connected in service to somebody else or to people in general and so though my though the song can you explain that a little yeah, bit? Because yeah. I just wanted to, because it's something I just want to explore that. What do you actually mean by that? Yeah. So in terms of your purpose being in service to others, um, a lot of times we feel like our purpose may be to the ultimate goal is for our own self-gratification, right? Mm-hmm. But when you really tap in and find your purpose, there will more than likely always be a connection to helping somebody else and it being um, beneficial for another person as well. And so for me, Blue Pill is just like helping people tap into that space of like, don't, don't worry about the outside, the outside world and what it, what it looks like you can literally focus in and hone in and create and be gone in your own mind and, and like make what you want happen. So, um, yeah, it's just about being, having your own self care, like taking care of yourself and focusing. Like that's really what blue pill is about, but it feels so good. And it's, it's a vibe for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really where that came from. It's just me literally being in the tub. Like I'm gone right now. Like this is not, I'm 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 out of I'm out of this this life of feeling like I'm not enough. I'm gone from feeling like I can't make things happen. I'm gone from the idea of lack. I'm gone from the idea of, you know, abundance can't be mine. I'm gone from all of those ideals. And that's really like for me what blue pill really is. I had is I had, I had a sense of that. I just feel that maybe, you know, like, I don't know, life is quite funny sometimes and how have an alignment. And I do believe in affirmations. And that's what probably where I saw affirm. I was like, mm, okay, there's something there. And, um, but I'm going to be honest, even though as a person, I do have my own af- affirmation card line and stuff like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do regularly, regularly, but sometimes I feel like some days I don't feel like the things are working. I know mm-hmm. I, it's, it's weird. I have I have two type of brains on me. I'm like I know strategically, but I'm gonna get there. And 
it's going to happen. Probably not on my timeline, but it's going to happen, right? Mm. But some days when stuff happens, I'm just like, oh. Oh yeah. And that's why sometimes I, I look to music, like music like yours for uplifting and stuff. But some, but what would you say to somebody who's going through a, a hard time and just like have a bit a bit of self-doubt, but they're gonna get to their goal? What kind of oh, healing and support you can um your your advice or any self-care rituals they, they can do apart from music? That's um I just want to acknowledge first and uh that you feeling that way, that's normal. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we all at some point feel self-doubt, feel like, you know, this just isn't working today. You have those days. And I think it's, it's healthy to have those days, but what you have to always remember is to never stay there, Mm. right? It's to bounce back. And so don't, don't force yourself to, to, to feeling like, you know, um, I know people say fake it till you make it. I don't know if I really like that because anytime that you have to fake, you're not being authentic to who you really are and you're masking and covering up what you really should be uncovering and dealing with. You know what I mean? So um, I think it's important to feel those emotions, allow yourself to process them and then move forward and bounce back. So, um, and just know that things don't always stay the same. Um, But some other tricks that I, I guess not tricks, but tips that I would give, um, things that I do personally, I read a lot. I read a lot of self-help books, mm-hmm. um, that right now I'm reading, um, all about love by bell hooks. And bell I hooks. really, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like one, it's, it's one of my favorites right now. I'm like, literally I'm marking it up and yes, this is, you know, like, is, it's I, I can't book. remember cause she writes so many books. Um, is that book red? Is it a red yeah, yeah it's red with the white lettering. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a really great book. Um, but yeah, so I, I read a lot of self-help books. I also watch a lot of, um, I guess, I don't know if you would call them sermons or lectures or just like life coaching type stuff with uh, like Darius Daniels is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, he is, I mean, he's tapped in. Miles Monroe, he's another one that's tapped in. Um I just like to listen to a lot of self-help. Like you really are what you feed yourself. And if I'm feeding myself, you know, trash all day, then I'm gonna feel trash, you know? But if I'm taking in stuff that's gonna like fulfill me or expand my mind or make me think critically or, you know, make me question some of my actions, like, that is how you actively grow. Like it just, it doesn't just happen. You have to actively pursue growth. And so those are some of the things that I do. Um, and then also like I do fun stuff, like I'll roller skate, you yeah. know, clear your mind, exercise. Like I literally just took my health more seriously during COVID and I've lost over 50 pounds and like, what? like not even like about five months. Yeah. Like I, it just, I don't know, I'm trying, trying to tell you, like, I know that 2020 and COVID has been, like, really hard for a lot of people. Um, and so my heart goes out to a lot of people. But for me personally, it has been one of the greatest gifts um, because it really helped me. And I, ugh, I get emotional thinking about it, but it really helped me see that I was living on autopilot, mm. you know, I was just reacting to life as opposed to creating the life that I know that I deserve and that I want mm. and that I see. Mm. Um, I don't want to cry. This is Pisces no, and always but, crying. 
But this is real, though. This is real. This is authenticity because if I'm being honest, sometimes I don't want to go into celebrity culture, but sometimes when you listen to people when they do a lot of positivity talks or give it lots mm-hmm. of advice, they're not the, they're not authentic. They're saying what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are practicing. This is not just a talk or a sca- you are practicing what you preach and you live it every day. And I feel that comes through in your music. And I feel that's why people can connect to your music um, really well, because a lot of people are going through similar things. And I was going to ask you about COVID, about how do you, you know, with your creativity as, as a singer, like how has it been like performing or creating? How, how, how has it been been for you? It's actually been, it's, it's slowed down like a mm-hmm. lot, just, you know, obviously because things have uh, been kind of closed down, but um, I've still been doing like little sessions here and there. Um, and usually it's like, you know, people going to make sure you have a COVID test, stuff like that, which is fine. Um, I think I actually had COVID in 2019. So before we knew that it was COVID. So literally ever since then, I've tested negative for every test I've had. Um, so I think I may have antibodies or something. So let me breathe on you. <laughs> okay, Karen, a brief, three thousand miles away. Great, I'm covered. Right, <laughs> but um, me, yeah, I know. Uh, it it definitely uh slowed things down, but it allowed me the freedom to focus more on my own artistry as opposed to you know being busy helping other artists build their their repertoire and stuff like that. So. And I know that we're talking about you, but, you know, when you work with, you know, more, you know, artists like Robin Figg, Beyonce, like, what did you learn from those processes and how does that help you with your skills and your artistry? Uh, Well, definitely. I mean, the, my time performing with Beyonce for Coachella, um, that was really eye-opening. It taught me so much because it was the first gig that I ever did with, you know, a hundred plus people, you know, we like band, dancers, other singers. Um, and it just was so much. And to see like the organization, the, the forethought in terms of, you know, they had been working on it like months and months in advance by the time that we had got there. And so I think one of the greatest things that I learned in that space was don't talk about things until you've already done them. Mm-hmm. like don't do like oh I'm I'm about to do this and we're getting ready to do that and like it's because I feel like that's empty and there's no point in doing that until you've actually done it so mm-hmm. um and if you notice like that's how Beyonce works a lot she don't really yeah, she announce, like, I've dropped it <laughs> I've dropped this it. this is coming and here here it is it's here you know um I really learned that and I like that because it also puts it takes a lot of pressure off of you feeling like you've got to do things now, 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 mm-hmm. because that's how our culture is. Do it now, do it now. But no, why don't you prep yourself, do it the right way. So when you do it the first time, you don't have to do it again. Or when you do it the first time, it is perfect. And that's why you see Beyonce and you're like, she is perfect because yeah, she's been practicing this for about two months, two, three months, if not half a year. And so when she gets on that stage, absolutely, she's going to be on point you know and like that work ethic that level of concentration that level of discipline definitely um I learned a lot from that situation um also you know working with Kanye 
it was so drastically different because he's the type of person that he goes off of exactly how he feels and what, you know, what he's feeling in the moment is what he's going to do. And so also seeing how beneficial planning can be, but then also how beneficial being spontaneous and living in the moment can be. And I think having being exposed to both of those sides of creativity at the highest level um, really changed some things for me. And it, it did light a fire under me and, and help me in my own artistry. Okay. Okay. So it just seems like being the, the, it's just the, the strategy, I guess, from what like Beyonce, because I think, I think as a layman, as a, as, as an observer and a fan, she does plan her stuff. And I read about her just from my own art, art, artistry as an artist, like she has about what I've read don't know if it's true about like six project on the go she's always thinking about how to be ahead of the curve do something different mm. pushing herself competing against herself and obviously I'm not a singer but in jewelry wise or in my own art or in poetry whatever I do I always try to, to plan and try and what's really hard to, to block out the noise or what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. with, with social media yep. and just stay in focus yeah be true and authentic and stay and stay focused so that's really useful oh thank you for sharing that um what is one of your favorite songs to perform wow um the craziest thing is that because of COVID I haven't I haven't even had an opportunity to perform my own music my affirm yet and I'm really really excited um because I'm planning to do a live show this year so that that's going to be really fun um but I don't know if I had to think a song to perform that's a favorite probably Free Your Dreams from Shantae Kian um it was one of the songs that like I would sing at open mics and it just the song in and of itself is just very much in my lane of how I how my mindset and how I like how, how I like to think um but yeah it's a it's a great song it's called Free Your Dreams by Shantae Kian great song Okay, cool. And when you perform, how how does it feel? In some ways, it's kind of an out of out, outer body experience, mm-hmm. um, especially when you get into like a flow, right? Where you're mm-hmm. you're going and you get to kind of improvise, and you're you're flowing with the band, and there's just just this energy. Um, it can be very out of body experience, um, mm-hmm. but I also feel the most free. And I always feel the most me when I'm performing. Uh, it's probably my most authentic space. Okay. Authentic or vulnerable? That is, 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 is the same thing? Like you- Ooh, that's, that's good. Um, I think you can't be authentic without being vulnerable, mm. right? Because it, it requires you... Uh, it requires you to, to be... it requires you to really be open in a way that lends itself to rejection. And I think that's what is the hardest part about vulnerability is people don't like to be rejected. They don't like to feel uh, unwanted or unmisunderstood and you can get caught up in feeling like that. And so you don't, you choose not to be authentic because yeah. it costs too much to be vulnerable but so I really like that you know dig some more into that, that idea 
Okay, so it sounds like you've got lots of things in the pipeline, but before we wrap up, I always ask um, about what was the best type of, I don't know if it's testimonial, but what was the best kind of feedback you've had um, from a performance or from your work from somebody? Um, When I performed um, Simple Love once at at a gig, I had a young lady come up to me afterwards and she was crying and she was just like, I really, really needed to hear that song. She was like, I, I've been going through a relationship that just is really tough right now. And I feel like I've put myself in a position where I'm allowing myself to be disrespected. And she's like, and I really needed to hear this so much. She's like, I feel really bad for crying, but this song really helped me. And I I was just like, wow, like, I guess that was one of the the moments for me that that made me feel as though this is what it's about, you know what I mean? Like it's not it's not necessarily about like being the most popular and being famous and it's literally about changing people's lives and helping mm-hmm. them and um and giving them hope in some way and what in whatever way that I can and that that just solidified a little piece of me like okay what I'm doing it can make a difference. Um, and I had to trust in like my own writing ability and my own skills because there's a time I felt like, well, I'm, my writing's not good enough, you know, like it's not clever enough. It's not, you know, poppy or catchy enough. And I'm just like, well, what is that the purpose or is the purpose to be authentic in, in how you feel about a certain mm-hmm. subject and then sing on that? you know and so when I really started thinking in that way it helped me and I think that in turn made a connection for other people and they were able to pull from and relate to and so that experience actually stuck out with me I was at the peppermint club this girl came up to me I was like really really humbled actually oh that sounds very heartwarming to hear so what is next obviously we love you COVID but hopefully out of COVID soon in COVID yeah. and out of COVID. Yeah. What do you think is next for you the next year? Um, well, what I've got planning um for this year, I'm going, I started, I used to do this thing um on my Instagram called Morning Talks with Tiff. And uh it's where I would just give like a really quick inspirational something, right? And um I stopped doing that and a lot of people surprisingly were like hitting me like how come you haven't done any morning, morning talks with Tiff? Like, when are you going to bring this back? And so I decided I'm going to do, um, do a podcast for it. It'll be something short and quick, but I'm, that's something I'm actively working on. Um, I'm also working on my album. I'm super excited about that. It's going to be called Nine. Um, and the significance of that number um, for me in terms of just like completion and new beginnings and uh love and so that's what I'm going to be singing about the album will be love songs um and probably not in the the way that people think they will sound obviously (laughs) okay and there's not gonna be about me misinterpreting uh, (laughs) like the yours thing I was like oh it's only like oh I love it and but okay it's not what I thought but that's the beauty of music you know what I mean like you can interpret it and use it in a way that best serves you. And that's why a lot of my songs, like I don't, I, at least I try not to be like, 
him, her, like, I don't, I try not to do that just because I want everyone to be, to be free to sing it and to feel authentic when they sing it. So, um, I try to stay away from that a lot. I uh, try to sing, but I can't do your runs. So I would just, I just hum, <laughs> I'll just hum to it. I don't have that technical ability. So I'm just going to just say it for the masses. I, 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 I try my best. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> it's cool. It's cool. No, I, I definitely, um, the process of it was just like really dope, but yeah. So my album nine is coming up. Um, and just doing more things with uh, my special group that I have that's really dear to my heart. It's called The Sisterhood. Uh-huh. And it is basically a network for Black women um, to, you know, come together, to talk, to um, network with one another. We do philanthropy. We do, like, volunteer work. Um, and I just really want to get more into that and build that brand more. Uh, because it's something that is really, really dear to me. It's something that my mom wanted to always do. And she wanted to always have like a woman's home. Um, she had a really big heart for women. And so part of her legacy, I want to continue on. So. Oh, that's really heartwarming. So it's, it just seems like, you know, really want you have your purpose connected. You want to give back. Yeah. You don't really hear about artists always giving back. Um yeah, it's it's really nice to hear. Um, yeah, so I was just I was just I was just reflecting um, there. Okay. Oh yeah. No. Is there anything else you want to say to the Create for You community before we leave? Um, I guess I would say, really, just believe in yourself. Believe that everything that you think you can create and there really are no limitations. You are your only limitation. You're, you are your only barrier. And the importance of uh, understanding that we are all here for each other. So be nice to one another. Like, let's love on each other. Like, there's no need to, to be jealous, envious of one another, to be, you know, all those kind of things because there's so much abundance. There's so much here. Like, possibilities are literally endless and so uh treat people well man because that that karma comes back on you and it doesn't come back in the way that you dish it it always comes back in a way that'll affect you in a in a major way depending on what what's going on in your own life um so yeah be good to people believe in yourself and uh and get fit because health is wealth let me tell you so that's i guess that would be that's yeah, and it. listen to a firm. Listen to a firm. Yes, Take some time for yourself. Literally, like when I was pushing it out, I was telling people, "Take some time for yourself." It's only fifteen minutes long. Take fifteen minutes out for yourself, and write out some of the things and goals and plans that you have for the year. Literally, as you listen to a firm, say them out loud to yourself. Put them, post them up on your wall, on your mirror, and. And just meditate in that and like envision yourself accomplishing all those things that you write as you listen to it. And it'll probably give you a different, different feeling or perspective on the music in general. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably all, all I would say. Okay. And where can we find you, Miss Cross? You can find me on social media. On Instagram is where I'm probably the most active. Um, and that's M S C R 
zero ss um you can also find me on ins or excuse me facebook under the same same tag miss cross or my name tiffany cross which is t-i-f-f-a-n-i-e it's not what a wise i-e and then uh crosses and cross the street c-r-o-s-s um you can find me on all of your digital streaming platforms titles spotify apple distro you name it i'm on it um and yeah, I have my link tree with to my uh, my Miss Cross page on Instagram that has my website and all the other information where you can find me. Perfect. So here we are, create for you community with Tiffany Cross. Be you know you the author of your life, your own destiny, and I yes. please listen to her music because it's it is it is really really healing. So I really appreciate you coming and spending your time all the way from Los Angeles. Yes. So I really this is so dope. I really do appreciate that. So this is the Create for You podcast with your host Cassandra Lauren Gordon. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to the Black Creative Handbook, your handbook for success, the manual, what you need to get there. Keep on working with us. Please share, comment, rate us. Just help us out. We help you, you help us. We're family. Speak soon, next time, same time, next week. Show everybody love.